0: Hello and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing program services and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person. And on this edition of the conversation, we're going to talk with Constance Bell. She's a speech pathologist with the speech and hearing program of the Fairfax County Health Department. Now the county's speech and hearing clinic is dedicated to helping children and adults communicate effectively and they offer speech and hearing services at three clinic locations. So we're gonna learn a whole lot more about that. And uh, Constance, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here with us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, pleasure to have you. And I'm looking forward to learning about this subject. I must admit it's it's not one that i that I do know a lot about. And what I did know uh, I learned back in January 2017, I think, when we talked with uh, Jeffrey Edge. I think he's the Rehabilitation Services Manager. Yes, he is. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. So what I learned then, I've, I've definitely forgotten. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll have to refresh me. Okay. Um, speech and hearing program, I guess, less kind of a, a broad um, overview. What What are we talking about when we say Fairfax County Health Department and what? They have a speech and hearing program?
1: <laughs> um, yes, we do. As a matter of fact, uh, we are a team of speech-language pathologists mm-hmm. and audiologists, and we are a group of very experienced professionals who are licensed by the state of Virginia, and we are also certified by the American Speech-Language and Hearing Association mm-hmm. to provide services for uh, the citizens of Fairfax County, ages 18 months to adult.
0: Oh, wow. That young?
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, we work very well together. I, I have a great team that I'm working with. With, with all the experience on our team, uh, there's a, if there's a question that one can't answer right away, we can always go right, to a colleague right. and, yeah. and um, take care of whatever that issue sure. may be. So I appreciate that.
0: You said uh, pathologist and audiologist. Correct. Uh, uh, s- explain to me. <laughs> I, I would be very happy <laughs> what, to. What is a pathologist and what is an audiologist? All right. Audiologist.
1: So the speech language pathologist is a professional who works with, one, a person's speech. And that is actually the, the movement of your your lips, your tongue, your Mm. jaw, to produce speech sounds, Mm -hmm. because there are citizens who will have uh, articulation problems, difficulty being understood, difficulty Mm. producing the sounds and the words that they use correctly. Okay, okay. And then the language part of speech-language pathology encompasses a broader area. It's it's the words that you know and how you use those words. It's your vocabulary. Mm. It's... It's how you uh, are able to listen and follow a direction. It's how you're able to um, answer a question or participate in a conversation. It's your mm-hmm. um, it's your grammar skills. or, or do your s- subject verbs and objects are they lined up? It's, mm. Yikes. it's it, it <laughs> encompasses a, a broader area right. and. Wow. Um, to speak a little bit about audiology, mm-hmm. um, these professionals are detecting hearing loss mm. they are providing uh, hearing screenings, hearing tests and if a hearing loss is found, they also do hearing aid evaluations Wow and help the citizen um, acquire the the uh,
0: technology that they need. Hearing aid or devices or whatever. Yes, correct. Wow. Correct. All right here in Fairfax County. All right here in Fairfax County, yes. So that leads me to a question I think if I'm listening right now, uh, I would have is, wow, A, that's amazing. I didn't realize all these services were available right here in Fairfax County. Uh, what's the cost? I mean, there, there, there's got to be some kind of cost involved here isn't there?
1: Well, yes. Um, the health department has a sliding scale of fees, oh, okay. so all citizens of Fairfax County are eligible. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we do not accept private pay insurance, but we do help the families. Uh, with the reimbursement process if hmm. they have insurance. Okay. And then we are also a Medicaid provider. Oh okay. Yes. All right. Yes.
0: So what are some of the services um, that are provided that would that would cost money? What are we let's kind of drill down a little bit I'd as be happy we're talk, to. talking okay. about.
1: Okay. Um, if you are coming to the health department your first time, hmm. usually we do what we call a, a speech and hearing screening hmm. and that is about a forty five minute appointment where we are taking a look, let's, let's say it's a two-year-old. Okay. There are milestones that are a part of that screening test that mm. we're looking for. Okay. And the test is pass-fail, you're two, Are you? is your vocabulary about 25 to 50 words, are you putting two words together, are you following simple directions, mm. ABC, yes, yes, yes then you've passed your screening. Mm. We may provide the parent with a little bit of information about things that they can do to enhance that child's mm-hmm. communication mm-hmm. skills. But on the other hand, if, if one of those pieces is missing, and because these are milestones that are ex- developmentally expected, then we're going to recommend to the parent, okay, we would like to take a deeper look. We would like to evaluate this child. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a broader look at their communication skills. Hmm. A lot. We rely a lot on parent report about how they do things at home uh, to make the decision about okay, maybe we need to uh, recommend therapy to mm-hmm. help this child um, to catch up. Okay. So that's um, the speech and hearing screening. They're okay. seen by the audiologist briefly um, just to make sure that they are detecting the sounds. But we do uh, an in-depth history, medical history, family history, and um, based on uh, their uh, ability to respond to the hearing screening, the audiologist will also make make recommendations about, say, for instance, the child had wax, and so the audiologist may say, you know didn't pass the test, but I think it's the wax. Let's get them to go back to the pediatrician. Oh, okay, you know, get it cleaned out, and then bring them back, and let's okay. let's take another look.
0: But so y- y'all are really having to look at a lot of um, other issues or underlying issues or underlying causes. Exactly. We yeah. Do. We okay. do. Okay. Wow.
1: And um, it's interesting that you bring that point up because many times. Um, we are onboarding our our clients to other services as you say we we start okay. to look at the right. child and then we find maybe okay well maybe we do need to make a referral to another professional depending on whatever that child's issue is mm. or maybe a prof- maybe we're at the end of the onboarding and someone has referred um the child to us mm-hmm. so, yeah, um yeah and okay. so the evaluation uh they scores are low on the evaluation, then we're gonna make a recommendation for therapy. Okay. And therapy is a collaboration. The therapist works with the parent to develop the goals that we're gonna work on in therapy because the evaluation shows us the child's strengths and the child's needs. Hmm. So, we look at those needs. We sit with the parent. We say, okay, we want to work on A, B, C, because this is going to impact the child's ability to communicate with you, to communicate with peers. And um, you're going to have homework. So you are going to oh, be yeah. outside okay. of, you know, you'll bring them in to see me once a week, and then you're going to have to follow up. You know, and it'll be something that they can work into their daily routine. It won't okay. be, "All oh, right, we got to sit down and do right. our work right now. But um, yeah, it's a collaboration. Once you start therapy to help that child,
0: the 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 speech side Mm -hmm. of this, um, I'm assuming um, that it's really important to catch any kind of issues early. Um, Absolutely. Okay. So what what would Parents be looking for. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a parent, but my kids are are grown up, and, yes. and those those young days are a blur. Sure, you know, I have trouble remembering things, so I don't even know if I would know what to look for exactly. or signs of delay, that kind of Absolutely. thing.
1: Absolutely, that's that's a great question. Um, you know, it's interesting you bring that up. This is May is our national's. Better Speech and Hearing Month, recognized nationally, and the focus of this month is to educate parents, caretakers, on identifying or recognizing signs that may indicate that there's a Mm. communication issue. And um, again, it's based on milestones. What is expected at this particular age? And, uh, for instance, uh, as far as hearing goes, if you're noticing that your child um, pulling, tugging at his ears, kind of inattentive, uh, likes the TV or the videos really loud, you know, these are things that you might want to investigate a little further. Mm. And you would, you would call your speech and hearing clinic to uh, set up a screening so that we could take a look at that. Maybe they're not following directions. Maybe they're not turning when you call their name or you got to repeat yourself mm-hmm. to get their attention. Those those would be some of the hearing um, signs right. for and, you to Well, look and you toward.
0: mentioned earlier that, um, like a, a, I think said a two-year-old, there mm-hmm. were certain signs. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it really starts that young where the, start where the things young. you can notice.
1: Exactly. Uh, even younger, um, when you're about 12 to 18 months is when you start to use your words. Really?
0: Wow. Yes. That's, that's, yes. I just can't remember. <laughs> yes.
1: And it may be a little sooner than 12 months, right. but if, if we stay in this 12 to 18 month time frame or age range, um, 12 months, few words, 18 months, It's always should be progressing. The, the number of words a child has mm-hmm. should always be increasing. So, eighteen months, twenty words, and and this is just ballpark. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm sure. giving you ranges here. Um, Fifty words, twenty months, twenty four months, and the 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 big milestone at twenty four months is combining words. Are they putting mm. two words together? Because this like is the beginning of apple learning or to go bathroom. Yes, or, uh, exactly to um, make sentences, yeah. and then eventually three years old, you're participating. In conversations, right? you know, typically. Wow. Okay. So um, you're listening for, it, did that sound clear? Was that word clear? Did I understand that word they said? If, if you have a concern about that, then, you know, we would want to mm-hmm. take a look. It does, that, does that
0: mean there's a speech issue if you can't understand the word clearly or maybe just... Uh,
1: it depends on how old the child okay. is. Okay. Um, the two-year-old... Uh, our our guideline is that they should be like maybe seventy five percent intelligible, which mm-hmm. is, means um, uh, the listener knows what they said. Gotcha. You know, the speech is clear to the listener.
0: Maybe not a stranger, but mom and dad would, <laughs> yes, would kind exactly, of understand it. Okay. Exactly. Okay. All right.
1: Um, are they struggling? Is it hard to get a word out sometimes? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Are they? Uh, are the sentences that they're using? Are they able to respond to a question? Depending on how how old. Right. the child is. Or complicated are, the yes, question is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. But those are the kinds of things, you Interesting. Know. Okay. If, but if 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 something, if you're concerned, then give us a call because that's what the screening is for. Right. Bring them in, let us take a look, and, and we'll talk about it and, and uh, make some decisions yeah. or recommendations or tell you. He's right on target. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: parents often have a, a spidey sense, if you will. <laughs> so, yeah, it's better It's better to be safe and, yeah. and call him and get the screening. Absolutely. Uh, interesting conversation. We're talking with uh, Constance Bell. She is a speech pathologist, Fair, Fairfax County Health Department's Speech and Hearing Program. And... Um, If you have questions, if you want to find more information, let me go ahead and get get that information out. Where can folks go? Is there somewhere they can go online? Is there a telephone number for your program they can call to to maybe schedule a a screening or just get more information?
1: Exactly. If they go to www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash health and search for speech and hearing, they're going to get the information they need to give us a call to uh, set up a screening. Mm-hmm. And we do have a phone number, 703-246-7120, that they can also call.
0: Okay. Now, we mentioned the uh, like the 45-minute uh, initial screening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, done on-site, on-location at one of the clinics, and I think there's three clinic yes, locations? That we you we do.
1: We have three locations. Um, There is our Joseph Fuller Health Center, which is in Fairfax City. Then we have a location in the Herndon area on uh, 1850 Cameron Glen Drive in Reston is our Herndon-Reston district office, Mm -hmm. and then we have a third office in the Mount Vernon area, 8350 Richmond Highway, Alexandria. Okay. Okay. Yes, so we're so, all over the county. So
0: relatively spread out across yes. the 400 plus square miles <laughs> of Fairfax County, the large yes, county. We yes, we um,
1: are.
0: Let's let's dive into a little uh, more specifics. We kind of touched on, uh, you know, maybe one of the programs a little bit earlier, but I, I kind of pulled up the website really quickly and looked at. At the services and just, just a lot of them, and we kind of talked about the complete diagnostic evaluations and treatment, but uh, a couple of words I can't even pronounce, aphasia and ap- apraxia, um, augmentative and alternative communication, the autism spectrum disorders cleft palate, stuttering, uh, language hearing disabilities. Um, I don't know what this one is, Phono, phonological processing. Did I say that even right? <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. You did a very
1: good job. Okay, what, what, is, what is that one? Phonological processing. Those are conditions where a child is um, using a, a simplified pattern in his speech. Um, uh, for instance, Children imitate the words that they hear us using. Uh All right? Makes sense. And so let's say, for instance, every time the child says, uh, let me pick a word like hat, you notice that it comes out ha. Hmm. Or every time they say the word kick, it comes out ki. Or every time they say the word uh, cup, they say kuh. So if you're noticing what they've done is they've simplified that word. They've left off the final sound in each one of those cases, and that's what we call a phonological processing area. Hmm. There's a pattern in there's a pattern of error in their speech that's consistent. So right. that's something that we treat phonological uh, okay. processing errors. Yes, I have learned something new today.
0: <laughs> uh, um, I was going to look at uh, voice disorder, tongue thrust. Uh, pediatric, oral, motor, and feeding. I mean, just a lot of services here that I haven't even gotten into all of them. I
1: know. I was going to go back because we haven't talked about adults.
0: I, well, I was, yeah. Yes.
1: I was going to go back to the first one I you mentioned, I think, was aphasia. And aphasia is a, a language disorder that results uh, after a person has had a stroke in, in some oh, cases. interesting. Because of the type of... Um, Trauma to the brain, mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. a a bleed, a hemorrhage, or a, a, a vessel has burst, um, d- depending on where that uh, incident occurred, mm-hmm. you have uh, a language center, so to speak, in your brain, and if that is affected, you may uh, result with aphasia, uh, which is can be a difficulty understanding what you hear other people say. Mm. Or it may be a difficulty with you coming up with the words you want to say. And
0: you just can't seem yes. to get it out or whatever. So, yeah. yeah,
1: it could be your understanding of language is mm. affected your comprehension or your ability to express yourself. Okay. And that's what um, okay. aphasia, aphasia is. Aphasia. So what yeah.
0: about uh, apraxia?
1: Apraxia is also a condition. It's a, a motor hmm. condition, motor impairment, where the person has difficulty planning the connection between here your brain mm-hmm. and hear your mouth and what you want to say mm-hmm. you have difficulty uh Voluntarily saying what you want to say, so you may okay. say something okay. other than oh, what see. you intended okay. to say. That's apraxia. Okay. In a nutshell.
0: Yes. Well, I, I know some. I do It doesn't happen as much now as it used to. As I'm getting older, I don't have. I don't worry about talking so fast or qu- quickly responding to people. But it used to be. You know, I, I just couldn't get the words out fast enough. Yes. I mean, is that just? Is that just kind of normal? <laughs> uh, yes. That's not a pa- yes. Sometimes the brain doesn't That's not a keep up. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sort of okay, sort of normal. But that was a good point that you made. We, we did talk a lot about children, but there are a lot of adult mm-hmm. um, issues or things, and, and, and the clinic is there to work with both Certainly. children and adults.
1: We work with children and adults, and again, uh, the adults come and have uh, hearing evaluations and perhaps have hearing aid evaluations mm-hmm. done. And we do treat uh, adults who have language disorders, whether it's the aphasia or the apraxia we mm-hmm. talked about, or a voice problem, mm-hmm. um, a chronic use of your voice. Uh, for instance, a singer may be having mm-hmm. problems, and okay. um, and that's something else that we right. would address in therapy. Okay. Yeah, um, that referral is probably gonna come from that person's ENT. Oh, okay. Probably being okay. seen by a physician. And before the physician decides to do something medical, surgical, mm-hmm. they may send them in and see if some I'm speech some therapy, kind of therapy couldn't um, make a difference right. for this person. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I know as I getting older and relatives, and I won't call out any one of mine in particular because I don't want her to be upset with me. <laughs> not that she listens. I'm talking about my wife here. Uh, not that she listens to this podcast. But um, I feel like she is losing some hearing. Okay. Um, how do you know that you're losing hearing? Is it, Do you have to rely on people to tell you why can't you hear me or or, or are there things that you realize or, or, you know, kind of talk to me a little bit about that.
1: Same thing. Maybe you're noticing that um, they're not responding when you're talking to them or or they misunderstand what you've said, particularly in a noisy environment. Mm -hmm. But also, as I was saying before, how loud do they want the TV on? Or Mm -hmm. um, are they getting quiet? Are they talking less? Mm -hmm. You know, these are... Kind also, withdrawing signs. withdrawing from conversation because yes, exactly. you know, it's frustrating. Conversations become difficult. Okay, yeah. Are they having ringing in their ears or, or mm. buzzing in their ears? Or when they're listening, does that person's right. speech sound muffled? You right. know? These are all signs that maybe you should uh, go have a hearing mm-hmm. evaluation right. and, and see how you are.
0: Do you just naturally lose some hearing over time?
1: The aging process, yes, hmm. okay. it does. Okay. Some people have family histories.
0: Oh, really? You know, also. Okay. It could
1: be a hereditary thing. Oh, I didn't
0: know that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Constance, unfortunately, we are uh, out of time. Is there anything that you want to make sure that we kind of take away from our conversation today, our listeners uh, with us, that that you want them to know about uh, the speech and hearing program with Fairfax County's health department?
1: Sure. Um, I, I realize that school is winding down and parents are starting to look for things for their kids to do over the summer. And if your child has been receiving speech therapy services in the school and you'd like to continue that, we do have a summer program. Mm-hmm. So call that number and, or look us up on the web and... Um, Give us a call, and maybe we can sure. accommodate the families that way.
0: I thought you were going to invite them to bring the kids over and have <laughs> summer camp at the at the <laughs> clinics. <laughs> well, it'll be fun for them. It will definitely be fun. Uh, that number, again, 703-246-7120 mm-hmm. or fairfaxcounty.gov slash health. And you can uh, just do a search on speech and hearing uh, program and, and bring you right to you guys. Constance, thank you so much. My Great pleasure. information. Thank you. Great information. Thanks to uh, Constance again for being with us and thanks to you for listening. Uh, again, if you want to get uh, more uh, on the speech and hearing program, fairfaxcounty.gov health do a search for speech and hearing, or call them direct, 703-246-7120. If you want to get more Fairfax County news and event information, go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news. You can also call 703-Fairfax, that's 703-324-7329, and that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us on the County Conversation today, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.